0: You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side in the pyramid. And
1: once you open your fucking mind, I'm the goddamn family.
0: All of them, and I believe none of them, which makes <laughs> me an expert. Hello, folks. Welcome back to another great episode of Cryptid Conspiracy Cult. I'm here with...
1: Karis D. Phillips.
0: That's right. right. I got another guest for the show. We are Sans Cap this time, though. We are without Cap. He's you're truly fun. missed. He's always fun to have on the show, but <laughs> uh, he's traveling, playing shows now. So, you guys, if you're out and about and Cap's in your area, check him out. He's play with the girls. Uh, uh, what the fuck is the other band he's with? He's got so many bands. Um, anyway, check out Cap on the Facebooks, Instagrams. Find him anywhere. Uh, today, we've got a special creature feature again. Uh, this one, we're going to be talking about mo- uh, mummies, ghouls, and witches. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. So uh, And we're going to talk about why the witch was justified in The Wizard of Oz.
1: I mean... Had yeah. her,
0: she had her reasons.
1: Yeah, she had her reasons.
0: Dorothy was a rebel uh, instigator. <laughs> and a, a heretic.
1: <laughs> Who couldn't control her dog.
0: Yeah, that goddamn dog. <laughs> just like every other movie, it's that goddamn dog. <laughs> no, like, you learned about mummies, you know, through horror films, of course. But, like, when you finally go to school and they start talking about them, and it's just like they're just dead people wrapped up fancy zombies yes. from what i've heard fancy zombies fancy zombies that rise from the grave uh and of course the greatest movie of all time about mummies
1: the mummy with brendan Fraser oh and rachel say, wise i thought you
0: were gonna say tom cruise no <laughs> Crazy how dare you even
1: love that in
0: i like that movie because russell Crowe is dr jackal mr hyde for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. It's like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it does not. Like, he's the head of this cabal of people who, like, collect oddities, but he's the most dangerous motherfucker. For, like, every two weeks, he just changes into an asshole. I mean. It's not as good as the Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde from Van Helsing. No. That was cool. Yes. A Hulk-like character who s- chews on cigars and is like, hey, Van Helsing, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I killed eight <laughs> women. I don't give a shit. Yeah that was like the that's such a fun movie that's got that's got to be on the watch along list
1: oh yes i love that movie Over so the much top.
0: fucking fantastic
1: that that was always that movie every weekend at the house in the horror list it was always that when that movie came out that was always in addition because all of us were like okay fine we'll watch the stupid movie and charlie and i are always like hey dad we want to watch van helsing and dad goes I don't really want to watch that, too, but wait a minute. Is that the one with Kate Beckinsale in those tight pants and that yep. corset? Yeah, we'll watch that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the non-form, the, the form-figured outfit that doesn't breathe. And it's just yeah. like, she runs in high heels. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's not like there's three uh, vampire women, you know, flying in the air, chasing her. Yeah. With, yeah. No. With
1: also with practically no clothes on.
0: Hey, it's a sign of the times. Yeah. But, Dad know.
1: was in love with the red-haired girl, too.
0: Who isn't? <laughs> Fuck. Even when she died she looked hot. <laughs> but uh so today we're going to talk about some witches, ghouls and mummies. Uh, I think one of the like lesser known one on here is ghouls. Mm-hmm. Because
1: it's not as it's not as well known. It it's I'm sorry it's but It's hard
0: to say, it's hard to explain. It really. is.
1: But it's also Hollywood has not done them justice to where they look nice. No. Because and and you can just judge me all you want to, I don't care. I will. When I can't think of the actor's name but in The Mummy, when the guy's the mummy at the beginning, mm. he's not attractive. When he becomes more human looking, he's hot. I'm sorry. And even with some of the witches, they get attractive when they become witches, except like the witch from uh, The Wicked Witch. Yeah. She's she's not pretty.
0: Oh, that's, that's more of a 3 a.m. bar crawl kind of situation. But yeah.
1: E- yeah. I mean, uh,
0: Rachel Weiss. Speak play, for yourself. Uh, Malakunas played her. And the Oz and Great and Powerful. Mm-hmm. And the Wicked Witch of the West, the one that got, or East, the one that got killed mm-hmm. was Rachel I've just <laughs> God damn, y'all pick some good ones.
1: <laughs> but I mean, then you get movies like Practical Magic.
0: Mm-hmm, with uh, Sandra Bullock, right? And
1: Nicole Kidman.
0: I heard that's a remake. i a remake.
1: I'm so excited. I love Practical Magic so much. But then you get like The Witches of Eastwick.
0: God, fucking smoke shows. Share. Yeah, well, yeah. Share. Um... It's not Goldie Hawn. It's uh, uh, Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. And who's the blonde one? Anyway, fucking Susan Sarandon. Just all fucking day. And Jack Nicholson. Of all the guys to play the <laughs> devil, you picked the best one. And this just like, people forget, like Jack Nicholson was like a sex symbol at one time. And for them, it was just like, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. For them watching that movie. And I'm just like, what is it about him because because he gets like more vicious and ugly mm-hmm. as it goes on and yeah. I'm just like, oh, they're all heretics. okay, it's fine yeah and uh, I, thought, I thought, uh, that one woman that's in it uh the 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 neighborhood woman who's actually having a mental breakdown in that movie mm-hmm. I fucking love her because she was in uh, Alien the original alien movie she's uh she plays such a like crazy fucking character actor in a movie. Mm. I can't remember her name. She's fantastic. She kinda looks like the mom from The Exorcist. Mm. But she was that neighborhood woman. She's like, They're all fucking witches. Mm-hmm. Like, There's something
1: wrong with them and it's like Why don't you just chill the fuck out, you know? <laughs> and I I I I'm gonna go out on a limb here a little bit because I know we already talked about vampires, but as far as like the horror theme of costuming, we gotta give a nod to the queen herself, Elvira.
0: Oh yeah. Her and Dolly Parton, twins. Absolutely. Not just, not just on chess Uh <laughs> I don't know how we forgot it. It was Michelle Pfeiffer. Ah, oh my God. The one and only. The one and only. At white gold.
1: Catwoman herself. Catwoman herself. <laughs>
0: herself. Uh, but the other one was that like Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright was the other one. Now. Ah. She sees... They're all fantastic actresses. But no, you brought that up and I was just like... Yeah... I remember watching that movie a lot mm-hmm. when I was like a kid because it'd be it was one of those TNT movies or TBS movies that always come on and like I'd always saw the censored version then I saw the uncensored version that yeah. was like on Showtime I was like fucking Jesus they got they got, a lot, they got they got to show a lot on regular TV yeah
1: well the other one with me that pretty much defined my uh, teenage years and pre-teen years was The Craft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You younger kids will never know how awesome, like we had these movies that were just <laughs> cherry picked from heaven, like these, <laughs> or somewhere else these, maybe. But like these shot in the dark movies that had no big big company behind them. That you we know that was the cool thing about going to the video store. I think back then, mm-hmm. especially for us, you know, we raised in a video store was yeah. Hey, there's this movie on the shelf. It doesn't quite look like everything else mm-hmm. because. 80s movies all had like hand drawn art. Yeah. You know, especially your horror section. You know, it's like The Nest and like Barbarians and like just like just Shriek and shit. Like it all had hand drawn fucking, like even the Friday the 13th, Jason's, Halloween's all had hand drawn art. Mm-hmm. This was actually just a modeling art on the front. It was just four women walking towards you and it wasn't drawn. It was just a photograph, click, done with some lightning in the background and the craft in Gothic letters. Yeah you wouldn't know really what it's about going mm-hmm. into it. And I remember seeing that movie and then watching it again and then watching it again. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's worth, like, you can let it play all the time because you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Probably the best witch movie. And I got friend, like male friends who are like, yeah, that's, that's the best witch movie ever made. It's the league of their own of witches.
1: <laughs> my theory was what, was, what was funny to me is when when I was growing up, all my friends were into like the babysitter's club and all that kind of stuff. And they would do this thing where they're like, which member of the babysitter's club are you? And Charlie and I were like, which member of the craft are you? <laughs> and yeah. it's like, are you Nancy? Or are was, uh, you...
0: Bonnie? Bonnie was uh, 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 Nev Campbell. Campbell and you had Nancy was Ezra Balk Feruza Balk yeah Feruza Balk sorry and you had Sarah Robin Tooney yep that's always like, the one I wanted
1: to be and
0: you had Rachel True Rochelle Rochelle yep Raquel
1: yeah Raquel I think that's her name
0: yeah because Rachel True I don't think has aged a day <laughs> <laughs> probably not no uh, but the villains you know like A lot of these people you'd see in stuff like Scream, Mm -hmm. uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, which... Yeah.
1: These girls ruled the 90s. There was
0: that... Do you remember when there was that that pinnacle in the late 90s, like 1994, 95, 96, 97, where there was this, like, Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Urban Legend, fucking, like, uh, Cruel Intentions. It's just like... These really, like, teenage movies are about, like... Yes, this is what people are like in real life. (laughs) like, Yes. These are assholes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. But... Like I said, I, I know you were trying to go with the ghouls first, but this is why I really think that Hollywood hasn't really given the ghouls their due because they're not attractive. You can't make them attractive. Yeah, because nobody wants to see that.
0: They eat dead people. Yeah, they eat dead people. It's not—it's hard to do. And like when you talk about ghouls and like the real type things, it's like if someone has that moniker of ghoul,
1: mm-hmm. it's Ed Gein.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who 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 turns people into clothing and furniture? <laughs> so. Or
1: maybe Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, the
0: big D. Um, yeah, you know, you know what I always say: if you can't beat them, eat them. Oh, dear <laughs> God! Get you some bakery fresh skin of minerals.
1: Yeah, or that whole old standby of "You are what you
0: eat." You are what you eat, and he is a young black man, gay black man. Oh my God! From Milwaukee. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we we'll be doing an episode about old Jeffrey D. Yeah, we're Jeffrey gonna D. we're gonna
1: talk we're gonna talk serial killers. I almost said something else just because. Oh my
0: God. Yep. Uh, don't 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 quote me. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a teacher, you'll lose your job. Um, I told Alex that during the couch potatoes. It's like, yeah, you'll be right here one day doing this exact same speech of, I do not know why I hired him. <laughs> 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 to be on this sir, goddamn... I
1: swear. I
0: swear, I don't know him. Please, please do not talk to me about the cops. <laughs> but no, like, ghouls, ghouls you know, it's going to be a little kind of a sore sex, but, like, it's basically zombies. Like, yeah. in, a, in a really weird way, it's an ingredient to the zombie, you know, foray. mm mm-hmm. um, and you kind of get that crossed up a lot because they're bottom feeders you know just like they dig graves you know it's like if i was to describe a ghoul like in a horror movie if i was making a horror movie i would just call it grave digger yeah and it'd be about a grave digger who eats bodies out yeah. of a grave like who doesn't feel the in all the way shit like that or an ed Geaton type movie you know mm-hmm. it's a weird moniker to have it's not like butcher or maniac or you know uh, ripper you know stuff like that um which is another weird kind of thing we do with killers. Yeah. But like you're not going to say the Plainsville Ripper It's the Plainsville Ghoul. Mhm. And Gene, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't get that moniker. They they called him that in the paper. They're like this ghoul from Milwaukee, but like it was always the Milwaukee Madman.
1: Yeah. I I think he didn't get that because not a lot of people know what it means.
0: Yeah, so a ghoul is uh, a a person or personified creature. That eats dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. So like a vulture of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, you could argue the witch from Pumpkinhead <laughs> yeah. made him into a ghoul esque character, but he was a killer too. So mm-hmm. that, that's another fun movie. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. But yeah, going into, Let's just dive right into mummies, like real quick. Just go back to Brendan Fraser's perfect, perfect anthology.
1: Ah, Brendan Fraser.
0: Ah. Well, what's funny is like where mummies mummies are a cultural pastime all across the world yes so a mummy is just a person uh, a preserved body mm-hmm. in time um the biggest one is egypt obviously yeah. the land of mummies but you have south america which are now being discovered mm-hmm. um you have uh china with the terracotta soldiers you have uh, india with their version of mummification even like early early christians uh Adopted that kind of thing um, not so much in a burial sense but as in preserving the body mm-hmm. uh, especially that of saints yes. uh, and martyrs um, one, uh, one story I heard is you can't build a Catholic church without the bone of a martyr hmm. uh, and so in every Catholic church there is a bone of any size inside that cathedral with the bone of a martyr it's a very elaborate like dark kind of way of telling it it's like uh but it is kind of true in Europe. <sighs> that is true. There are a lot of saints that are body parts are scattered about. Yeah. Uh, a good version of this is the original apostles and how they all died horrific fucking deaths. Yeah. Um, but they, they, they're preserved in a way. That's just another version of mummification. Another one is a, uh, there's a little girl in a cathedral in Europe that is preserved perfectly who died, I believe, in the 1100s. And it's, it looks like a little girl. It looks like a doll. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't aged And somehow it's been preserved. Like something in her body has preserved the body. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad we don't do that now. That Uh, is a weird fucking practice.
1: Well, uh, shout back to the last time we did this with Cap, we covered this a little bit, and I talked about the bog people that had uh, bog mummies. One of the most messed up things that I watched, I watched an episode of Autopsy that's on HBO. And <laughs> trigger trigger warning for those of you who need it because whoa, this is this is my lovely mother. We were watching Autopsy, and there was an episode about a man who was a doctor, and I think it was uh, Scarlet Fever had broken out in Europe, and he fell in love with this girl who was I think she's like nineteen or twenty, and he was trying to cure her, and. He'd never dated this girl, didn't know anything about her besides like her medical records and stuff like that. And he could not cure her and she died. Her family put her in a tomb. Okay. This crazy bat broke into her tomb and took her body away. Her family found out about it and they came to get her to his house and they took her body away. Okay. Well, time goes on. He goes to her tomb all the time, and he's there all the time for years and years and years. They He starts breaking locks off the thing because they lock it to keep him out of it, but he won't stay out. Eventually, they start fortifying it better, and eventually he just goes in and takes her body away, and they, then he moves to another country. They can't find him or her, mm. and they go looking for him. He comes to America. They finally find him. They go to break into his house, they find her body, and this crazy guy took her body and covered her body in silk and sewed it to make her skin, took porcelain and made a mask to make her face. I've seen this picture. Oh, my God, I've seen the picture, too. It's terrifying. He spent, like, I think it was, I said, like, a million dollars to make what they called money, to make her suit, they called it, uh in perfume to cover up her smell even goes as far as to uh, make it so he can sleep with her I'm gonna put that nice term and me and mom are sitting there with our jaws open like what the hell and they they take her body back her family takes her body back exactly like it is and put her back in the tomb and lock it back up and then this guy dies and I'm thinking they called, it a, they called her a mummy by then because she had been mummified yeah. in this suit thing that he made. And I'm going, could you imagine that happening to your relative? Oh my God.
0: Uh, people don't realize like, there's, a, there's elaborate practices to do it. Mm-hmm. So we know the Egyptian one, which was like, take out internal organs, stuff mm-hmm. it, wrap it tight, then wrap it again, put it in a sarcophagus, Yeah. Uh, basically a coffin.
1: And the religious steps that go with each thing because there's yeah. an individual who has to do each part and there's yeah. certain things you have to say and yeah, yeah. Uh, oils you do and all that kind of thing yeah. that
0: it goes with. And you have like, you know, the bog you know, where like a tar pit or something like that can preserve the body. Uh, there are mummies on top of Mount Everest right now that are yeah. preserved through ice uh, because people die going up that goddamn mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are just there. Yeah. Like, if you go to Mount Everest, you will see dead bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not, they can't drag them back down. They're forever. Yeah. Um, a fun one, I think, was kind of weird is uh, it, was, it was in Scandinavia, basically, you know, Norway, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was shown that the skin was preserved so much that you could see a tattoo. Whoa. And there was a, a tattooed deer on the arm. Female, hmm. uh, and in my mind, I'm like maybe put it back. Just tattoos are very particular back then. Maybe put her back. Yeah, maybe she was a witch. Like maybe. <laughs> well, there's that one. It was uh, in uh, I think it was like Caracas or somewhere where they found a, a female skeleton, but she's my height. Hmm. And she has a black marble eye in her skull. So she apparently she had lost an eye. Mm-hmm. She's very tall, and had a. A very special prosthetic made that she had inside her skull. And that's one of those things. It's like, if I'm an archaeologist, bury it, bury it fucking deep. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm just like, archaeologists, for those who don't know, are just gravediggers with degrees. That's all they are.
1: And they're a little more, they have a little more finesse than your average gravedigger.
0: Yeah. They're (laughs) just like, look what I found. It's like, leave that dead body alone. But like, but like these, all three have these very hardcore connections. You know, yes. uh, mummification has a has a religious magic aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, grave diggers, ghouls, you know, obviously create an attachment. That man who dug up that uh, took her out of the tomb is a ghoul by any other sense. He didn't eat the body, but he still kept the body. Yeah. So he is a ghoul by any other standards. Yeah. Um, modern serial killers like like Ted Bundy, he does some ghoulish shit. Yeah. by visiting dead bodies, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, same thing. He wanted to he wanted to create basically a slave, but he did it in a ghoulish fashion.
1: Yeah,
0: and we'll talk about that later. Uh, but I think out of all of these with the witches, mm-hmm. I think the it, it's just so fascinating because this is all like the religious, you know, the religious right pushing this narrative that if you're not with me, you're a witch. Mm-hmm. It's always that.
1: One of the things that I always that I always thought was funny well it's it's not funny it's ironic but give it to Monty Python to make it funny every time I when I taught English and I taught the Crucible I would show the clip from Monty Python and the Holy Grail where they're trying the witch quote quote Mm -hmm. and they're doing the whole thing of where they dressed her up and they put that carrot thing on her nose Mm -hmm. and they decide the way to try her is to weigh her against a duck Yep. And she weighs the same as a duck, <laughs> therefore she's a witch. Yeah. And I'm like, and the kids are laughing every time I show this video. And then the next thing I hand them is a list that the witch hunters actually went by, which is the things you check a witch for. And I always tell them, you go through this list and tell me one of these things that you have. Yeah. Because everybody's got one. And then I would go through and tell them one that I always have, which is, do you have freckles or a mole? And I've got freckles on my face. I've got freckles on my arms. And the kids are like, well, I've got dark hair. I've got freckles. Gone. And I'm like, it's over for all of us. You know, we're we're done. This was fun, didn't it? Yeah. And the kids are like, oh, how do you how do you disprove it i'm like you don't <laughs> well there's one way and this is like, yeah this is
0: this is why time
1: travel sh- should never
0: happen is you <laughs> kill that motherfucker uh that's how you get rid of witch hunting you killed the witch hunter uh yeah. but like that's another thing another thing about the witches part is not only the the horrific like trial thing. Mm-hmm. Which another one was up uh, throw them in the water if they float like a log It's a witch. Yeah. In other words, if she mastered the art of swimming, (laughs) she's gone. Yeah. But my ass would be like, come and get me. Come and get me. Come and (laughs) get me. me." (laughs) Believe in Jesus and come and get me. Walk on that water and come get me, you motherfuckers. And I'm just swimming. Like, pick up a fish out of the water and eat it right there. It's like, (laughs) I can live here all day. I'll be the bitch in the water. I don't care. (laughs) But... Some of the depictions, like movies, depict witches in so many different ways. Yes. So go go back to the craft, the the modern day witches, these mm-hmm. uh, girls who were fucking around and found out. Yeah, that, literally. That's the perfect example. Um, literally. And that one, it was there, there was a coven already there. It was three girls, mm-hmm. and then Robin Tooney shows up, like, hey.
1: How's it going? And I'm she's new. got natural powers and she don't use them. Oh, yeah. She's like Carrie.
0: She's like Carrie White. Yeah. Uh, another witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carrie White is a witch by any other standards. Yes. <laughs> or a mutant <laughs> in the yes. X-Men. Uh, I was talking to somebody earlier today how that's my favorite part where she just slaughters the whole fucking room. <laughs> and like the one tattoo I would love to have is this uh, tombstone of Carrie White. <laughs> Carrie White born blank, blank, died blank, blank in red paint sprayed up. Carrie White burns in hell with an arrow okay. straight down. And I'm mm-hmm. just like... If that's not a tattoo, that's a fucking t-shirt.
1: <laughs> <It's like laughs> oh, it. I'm sure it's already a t-shirt. Oh yeah,
0: but uh, you but, got room. But with the, oh yeah, plenty of room. Uh, <laughs> but with the craft, Perusa Balk knocks it out of the goddamn park. Oh yes, and she is such a a treasured actress. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't get enough hype. It's no, she incredible. does not. All right, her other movies include The Water Boy. Yes, <laughs> which I love her. She is the ride or die. Or kill bitch. Like, just,
1: yeah, she is the girlfriend that everybody needs. Yeah,
0: she's the positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement you need. Mm-hmm.
1: And another little gem. Oh, no, I know where, what you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, with
0: Ed Norton. Uh, American <laughs> History X is, a, is, a, is another special film.
1: Yeah, she's another ride-or-die girlfriend in that one, too. Ride,
0: ride, ride, and ride. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, the craft, I love, like, I know this should probably be a couch potatoes kind of thing, but, like, her story is horrific. Yes. Her story is awful by any other standards. And you and you feel for her. Yeah. Until she loses her goddamn mind.
1: Well, what I like about her is all of them have a a story.
0: Yes. Nev Campbell has a very horrific
1: one. Yes. Most of them have a a rough story. Yeah. And you can see how the power corrupts with all of them except Sarah. Uh, Robin Tooney's character. Well, Robin Tooney, she comes from a, kind of a hard backstory because her mom had died. Yes, but her mom is the one that has the positive power and everything, and pretty much tells, pretty much shows Robin Tooney that you know you can have positive power and you can keep it and it's okay. But then you get somebody like, the one I feel for the most in the in the movie is Nev Campbell because. She finally gets fixed, better, and then she's on the level. But she's drawn in to those around her who have the power and are using it negatively. So she's just kind of she's kind of bebopping along. Yeah, she's like these people have been with me through the bad. Yeah, so they're gonna be with me through the good. So I'm just gonna continue to be with them they've supported me through all the bad i'll support them through on throughout and then nancy is just i finally got what i need
0: and let me do what i
1: want yeah
0: yeah so she, she it's like a full pendulum swing you know know, i've been treated badly i've been especially by people that are supposed to be that i'm supposed to trust Mm -hmm. Uh, the stepfather especially yeah uh and she just goes full twist and you know, everything goes up and up, and then it becomes to the point where, for her, that movie it was like it's never enough. Yeah. So she's all, and then they start attacking Robert Tooney's character. What I loved about this was Robert Tooney is just like so fucking centered by the end of it. She is just like Jedi Force pushing these motherfuckers out her goddamn way. Yep. Um, and it was like a whole like there was a whole thing like a the a, 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 a four. There needed to be four of them for mm-hmm. everything to work. And that was kind of the whole niche of the movie. Yeah. Uh, until they realized, oh, wait, you don't need four. That's just a red herring to get you all in the same room together.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I love the magic lady that lived at the uh, the store.
1: Yeah. I love and her. And she's
0: just like, maybe don't fuck with that kind of shit. Like, maybe, yeah. Maybe chill out. <laughs> Let's yeah. take it slow. Maybe buy some candles. Maybe just not, not go head deep into fucking murdering people. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that guy, Oric, who's, who's, who's also the bad guy to scream. Yeah. Uh, and just fucked his shit up. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but another one like Witches of Eastwick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. uh You do have like more positive movies, like in a way that aren't horrific horror thriller movies, like The Craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Practical Magic, you know, that Practical is, Magic that is it, one of my absolute favorites. It, it, it's a fun movie. It's uh, I ain't going, going into it.
1: It's also it. One of the things I like about it is it's one of those. It's two sisters, and it shows you what power can do to you. Because you have one sister who has accepted power from the very beginning, and then you've got one who has said no and tried to live without it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of bowed out.
1: Yeah. But you've also got one who has wanted to fall in love her entire life and fell in love with the first guy she met and head over heels in love with him, and he's a monster of a human being. And she tries to get away. Tries to get away. He follows her and he's going to kill her and she runs home. And it all goes south. And her sister's trying to help her out as a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, oh my God, what is, what did you do? And they end up, you know, spoiler for a 90s mm-hmm. movie, they accidentally kill him. Happens they mean to put him to sleep for a little while, knock him out, and just send him out of town. But he ends up dying. Now they got to hide him. Yeah. And the cop now because,
0: now because of true crime story. Yeah.
1: Then the cop that comes to investigate him ends up being the only guy in the world that his uh, that her other sister could fall in love with, and she can't lie to him. And it turns into the most unlikely. Thing in the whole entire world but it's also a it's a story about not lying to yourself and finding who you're supposed to be
0: yeah it's like an uplifting movie almost yeah with witches
1: with witches and you have uh you've got nicole kidman and uh sandra bullock of course but you've also got the two ants that run that too who are uh i can't think of her name but she played uh rizzo in greece who's she's amazing anyway and everything she's in and they're the most supportive people in the whole world and they're telling her the whole time that they're like you know you're trying to fit in
0: Stocker channing
1: yeah that's her name Stocker channing and they tell her uh one of my favorite lines and it is something along the lines of darling we've told you your whole life uh fitting in is uh, fading out trying to be like everybody else you're just fading in i think think
0: diane weist is the other one i think so the the mom from uh edward Scissorhands.
1: yeah (laughs) uh there's actually a series of books that it's based off of uh there's four books that go with it
0: there's a lot of those actually uh like a lot of adaptations from books and stuff that are not witch-based a lot of romance stuff but like a but even with that, you know, you're trying to show an arc. Now, the yeah. most negative one is the movie Witches. Yes, the movie Witches is fucking insane. It is.
1: I agree. I so, haven't seen it in a long time, but I know so I many remember practical pieces effects
0: where they start taking their skin off. <laughs> Dude, they they remade that movie with Anne Hathaway. Really. Uh, Anne Hathaway just fucking, like, rips <laughs> that shit off. And it's a fun, like, it, like when you remember the old one, because it's a Disney movie. Like, people yeah. like, a Disney movie makes horror films.
1: Yeah, like, Pinocchio is a horror movie. I'm yeah, sorry.
0: But, like, <laughs> they do make body horror movies sometimes, and Witches was a body horror movie. Uh, and Witches doesn't get enough love, I yeah. don't think. I agree. But what I like about, like, witch movies, because you have, like, the true stuff, like The Crucible that's based in truth. Mm-hmm. You know, Nathaniel Hawthorne, and Arthur Miller and stuff. You got bitch Renona Ryder. <laughs> I'll never like Renona Ryder because of that until I watch like Heathers. <laughs> if I watch Heathers, I'm okay.
1: My, my saving grace for her was uh, Beetlejuice.
0: Beetlejuice. Um, that's getting a remake.
1: Uh, yeah, I heard. Or not a
0: remake. It's, oh, I think part it's, a, two? it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for that one because he's a ghoul. Yeah, he's a fucking uh, he is. He's a ghostly ghoul. He is. Um, but with some of the other ones, um, when it comes to witches, I think the biggest one. What?
1: Oh, sorry, Go I ahead. just remembered Sabrina. That's
0: what I was gonna come up with. I was gonna bring up next the TV shows about witches were super <laughs> popular in the '90s. Yeah, uh, Mar- Marissa Joan Hart. Yep. Uh, Sabrina Spellman, mm-hmm. which is actually people don't know this. Uh, Sabrina Spellman is part of Archie Comics. It always has been. I didn't know that. She lives in Greendale, which is a neighboring town of Riverdale, where Archie and Jughead and all them dumb motherfuckers live. (laughs) But it's also part of the Josie the Pussycats universe.
1: Oh, my God. So,
0: So they created a world... A long time ago, and they've been making content out of this. And the CW has been doing a lot of it.
1: Makes sense.
0: Because uh, CW did Riverdale. Uh, Netflix did a tie-in show, Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is kind of fucking dark. I will say, I watched the first season like all in once, and it was like, these Christian people showed up to start murdering witches? And it's fucking horrific. Like, I don't know. like Carry a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... One of the TV shows I think I loved, I loved so much as a kid was Charmed.
1: Yeah, we talked about it last time. I am time not with the in other that
0: demographic one. that was supposed to watch that show.
1: Oh, I am, and I watched it a lot. But, <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, I believe we talked about it before uh, a little bit on the show, but like it's such a good, fun story.
1: Yeah, Brian Krause was in Charmed, yeah. and and I had the major 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 crushes on brian kraus yeah he was uh, a bad guy in charmed and i hated it because i loved him he was much. the devil wasn't he i think he was or he was one of their exes or maybe it was both yeah. i can't remember because yeah, it was
0: either one in nip tuck
1: no he wasn't in nip tuck
0: the guy from nip tuck was in charmed and he, he was, was he was the devil <laughs> yes he was <laughs> um but because uh, i remember watching nip tuck as a, like a young adult and i was just like this is not for this yeah is for,
1: none of us were old enough to watch nip tuck when nip tuck came I'm 33 out
0: 33 years old i'm about to be 34 years old. i'm still not old enough to watch nip tuck.
1: yeah i'm pushing 40 in a wheelbarrow and i'm not old enough to watch Nip. it's tuck. fun though ain't it? a
0: bunch of hot people killing each other and, and fucking splitting each other wide open just wild stories but uh i digress uh, charmed, speaking of ghouls the charmed is like was Supernatural before Supernatural? Yes, that's a fact. Yes, there's always these fantasy monster mo- shows that mm-hmm. have to come out. I believe there's there's going to be another one soon because uh, Supernatural just closed this thing. They tried to reboot Charmed. I guess it didn't re- reach out because only was like one season. Yeah, but that original show on TNT mm-hmm. was the shit. Yeah, as much as they re like revamp shows and like. Uh, syndicate the fuck out of them. That was the one that got syndicated hard. Yeah, because I remember like whole afternoons, it would be on DNT. Mm-hmm. like two hours worth, and it was an hour long show. Yeah, you know, feature like show. That was that's pretty impressive, and you were able to do all these weird stories. Uh, and then one dies. Yep. And that's a big. That, that could be a big killer for a show. One dies, and then they replace her with Rose McGowan. Yeah. And the show kept going strong. Like it didn't lo- It didn't lose anything. The show mm-hmm. was. Solid, Yeah. Uh, and even with that MacGuffin of just like replacing a witch and like some of the stuff they did it was always like a power of three thing. It was always a numbers game when it came to witch movies mm-hmm. because like in The Craft it was four and Practical Magic it's two because it's always two and two and two. And like it's it's kind of fascinating that they like, stick to that kind of stuff. Yeah. As opposed to like The Crucible where it's like there's a witch, there's a witch, there's a witch, there's a witch. Yeah. This is like what do you know about witches?
1: <laughs> well that was one of the things that I liked that's another thing about where you were talking about the te- the shows they also pepper them into other shows like like you said supernatural they pepper them in there and they peppered them in with buffy
0: Yeah uh, there's so, like there's this weird niche on TV when it comes to like supernatural fantasy Mhm and it dominates like yeah the shows we're talking about have long runs Mhm
1: decade Long yeah, Supernatural runs. had 13, 14? No, yeah, it was 13 years. It was longer than that because that's when I quit watching was season 13. I think it was 15? Yeah. Charmed lasts for, I want to say 11 seasons.
0: Uh, Sabrina, the the Melissa Joan Hart show, lasted for a very long time. And what, what I loved about that show were the ants.
1: I loved uh, Salem the Cat. He was cool puppetry. That was, cool like, that was yeah. really cool. Salem the Cat was my spirit animal. My favorite, my favorite like,
0: <laughs> Easter egg when it comes to that is, uh, if you ever watched the movie Mortal Kombat, I don't know if you've ever seen it, the guy who plays the bad guy, Shang Tsung, you know, the, the evil, evil man from the nether realm who uh, initiates the Mortal Kombat, fight for your death, fight for the realm, shows up in Sabrina. Like, during the time that movie came out, Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Is that fucking Shang sung from Mortal? Co- Are they related?" Yes, they're related. <laughs> and they tried to him Mortal Kombat into fucking Sabrina, that the sorcerer of Nether Realm is like Sabrina Spellman's cousin. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> "Is she gonna be part of the Mortal Kombat?" Hell yes. Like, <laughs> I got Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Luke Cage, and Sabrina Spellman. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart just ripping the heart out of some poor fuck. I mean, Melissa Joan Hart was tough in the 90s. She could have pulled it off. She was Clarissa Scraggs at all. Yes, she was. Then, I love that. Shirt. I think she carried a knife. <laughs> I wouldn't have doubted it. I had her leather jacket I made her look tough, but like...
1: She yeah. was all the time trying to kill her little brother. I, yeah. I mean, I can believe
0: it. <laughs> but no, that was like a fun little joke about something I had read online. I'm just like, what the fuck? I remember that. I remember he showed up in the <laughs> fucking show. And it's like, no, no, it's not related. But goddamn, that would have been funny. Oh,
1: I didn't think. We didn't go back far enough. Bewitched. Bewitched. Bewitched is
0: a, has a lot in common with uh, Witches of Eastwick. Because yep. Nancy uh, Cartwright's character is the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Edna, Edna the Abner, Abner! That she's doing that thing again. She's doing it. Ah, honey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, that's all it was. The neighbor who nagged about uh, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> it's just like, oh, she's a witch the whole time, and her husband's okay with it. Yeah. He's nerve wracked as fuck, but like <laughs> mostly he just hated his mother in law. <laughs> yeah. Who was another super powerful fucking witch. Yeah. And then you find out that another witch is an uncle. Hmm. And like the term witch. It's always gender specific sometimes right yeah it's always like a, a woman every fucking time um like wizard is a man yeah you know? that's what they got to kind of dislike you kind of disassociate a little bit when you watch stuff like that because in all purposes that guy is a witch he's very flamboyant the <laughs> word lavender comes up a lot back then if you if fun, fun, if you watch anything before 1980 the word lavender means gay <laughs> in movies and television that's exactly what the <laughs> fuck that means uh, a lot of Humphrey Bogart movies had the Lavender Man, and it's just like, oh, that's a queer. Yeah, that's a, that's a gay guy over there. That's, just, that's the only way they could say it without saying it. But that's what he was. He was a witch. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's very flamboyant. I remember that. Everybody remembers that. Because it was like the same as I Dream of Genie almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Elizabeth Montgomery was one of the first witches on television. Yep. Uh, Nicole Kimmon plays her again yep. as another fucking witch. And I'm pretty sure she played a witch when she fucked that dude on that movie.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Yep. Jude Law. Mm-hmm.
1: And, of course, we have to give a nod to Harry Potter.
0: Oh, yeah. Those movies are very compelling. Especially when you watch them as, again as an adult. And it's just like, he should have carried a fucking gun with him the whole goddamn time.
1: I will admit, I do not know enough about Harry Potter to talk knowledgeably about it. In that,
0: they're all just wizards. That's all mm-hmm. it says. There's no The word witch isn't mentioned. Yeah. But that's another thing. It's like it's. But very, they do everything the same as same way. Yeah, they it's, just have it's, it's wands world. instead
1: of broomsticks. Even though they ride on broomsticks. Yeah, the lore is
0: the same. Yeah, the lore is the same, and it's like, and it's all set in the '90s. You don't realize that. Yeah, it was made later on, but it's all set in the '90s because no one has a fucking cell phone.
1: <laughs> and they all dress the same as a witch. Yeah, Uh
0: but with Harry Potter it's very the the wizarding world you know this yeah. everything is fine and dandy until it's fucking not
1: yeah much like everything else
0: there's centaurs and, and werewolves and fucking dragons dragons mm-hmm. and demons and shit like these there there's a visceral like horror parts in harry potter toward the end as they grow up where one girl gets eaten mm-hmm. by a goddamn like werewolf vampire creature and it's like holy shit y'all just killed a main character like it wasn't shit yeah. but it's like where guns would be a lot more efficient. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, and we got to talk about the one that we were going to talk about before, where you made fun of me, where I said it's the Viva Oh, I remember what I. It's to- two V's. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know well, that's, that's, that's the way they wrote it back then, but it's two V's.
0: I remember I told you about this. You were in the college at Wilmington. I remember I told you about. It. I said, <laughs> "Hey, it's 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 one of those movies you need to watch in a theater," and you watched it with no lights on, on a laptop, on a couch.
1: <laughs> no, I was at I was at the apartment, and I had the flu. I was sick for three days. Maybe don't watch that movie. (laughs) I was laying in a bed, and I put my laptop on like three boxes next to the bed, and I was watching it, because I didn't have a TV in my bedroom, in my apartment. So I set the laptop up, and I put Netflix on, and I was laying, I couldn't even pick my head up, I was so sick. And I was watching this movie, and it was dark, because I had no overhead light in my bedroom, all I had was a lamp. And they're watching this movie, and the light, and the sun's starting to set. So I'm watching this movie, oh, and all I'm thinking is child abuse the whole time I'm watching this movie. To start out, oh, it's rough. And I'm going, what that poor girl? They're just abusing the laving daylights out of this girl. They're being so mean to her. And then by the time everything starts going south, it's dark outside, and I can't turn the lamp on because the lamp's like half a foot from the computer, and I'm not gonna be able to see the screen i'm going oh my god what the hell am i watching i'm gonna call chris right now wake him up However <laughs> you said
0: however you called me i'm just
1: like what the fuck is
0: this I'm like, what it's is so,
1: this mess
0: oh my god it's so good it's so good because you're it's one of those movies that are meant to be in a theater yeah uh, you're meant to you know experience a big screen and mm-hmm. total darkness because of the way it's filmed yeah it uh, would
1: have been a whole lot you were right it would have been a whole lot better in the movie theater
0: yeah so like when I went and saw it, I saw it in a the theater.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's one of those movies where I felt like there's nothing outside of this place. Yeah. I'm here. This mm-hmm. is it. This yeah. is it. And when you start getting some very, like, fucked up imagery, especially with, like, uh, the apple, where the kids, like, bleh, like, throws mm-hmm. up a fucking whole apple perfectly. And then you have the, uh, the ram outside, mm-hmm. the goat. Uh, and then you have the mom with the fucking raven
1: i was okay until that happened yeah that's a little rough like, as a girl i'm sitting there watching that going what the what is, what is this i paused it and stopped and i'm like i gotta go get a glass of water well you see the witch you see you see the witch <laughs> yeah it, it looks like a hollow character
0: like, yeah, like a, woman, a woman from the movie sleepy hollow yeah and she's perfectly fine mm-hmm. and then you see her real look yeah yeah because the little boy is just like, oh, she gave me an apple. You know, something we don't have. Because they're being exiled. Yeah. Uh, and everyone just slowly gets their comeuppance. Yeah. Except for Anya Taylor-Joy. And she just, I just love it at the end. She's held her own in a very, like, solemn way. Mm-hmm. And then she sees these women in the woods, who are obviously witches. Uh, yeah. And she's like, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've been through the ringer. I'm, I'm done I'm, now. I'm,
0: I'm going to go dance naked with these women. They seem like they're having a good time. And like and that and then they start and then this is this is when it gets weird. Is because you don't think witchcraft is weird or real when you're watching it. Yeah. you think it's all just like them isolated hallucinating and probably and all the I thought they were hallucinating and they were killing each other.
1: I, I honestly thought that the dad had gone off the deep end. Yeah, he did. And that he was doing it all.
0: But by the time you get to the last two minutes, she goes yeah. into the woods, it disrobes, and it starts dancing with these women, and then they start floating in the air, and I'm just like, there it is. <laughs> Perfect ending. Like, that's that's yep. fantastic, because that's when the color comes in. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, because everything's in black and white to a point. Yeah. And it, it and, gets,
1: the color is really, really, it's yeah. like, whatever. Like the that. apple is bright
0: red. Yeah. The flames and the light from the flames are bright and shiny and stuff like that. And the way that movie's filmed is the same way they did the movie The Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw that movie. I know you told me about it, but I haven't watched it yet. Another claustrophobic movie. (laughs) (laughs) and They're both very... They're they're the same movie, kind of. like It's about claustrophobia, isolation, and it's like madness. Mm -hmm. But The Witch is probably the best witch movie, in my opinion, because it is that practical... Kind of thing of like, let me tell you a story about a girl who becomes a witch. Mm-hmm. And she becomes a witch at the very end. And this is how it happened.
1: And as awful as this is going to sound, because being that I did teach English and I do love English, I hate Nathaniel Hawthorne. Let me just put that out there. Every he English didn't teacher die, hates us. He thought. didn't die soon enough. But he did write one good thing before he left this earth The and Scarlet Letter. No. <laughs> no. That's when he, sh- he should have died before he wrote that. Wrote a story called Young Goodman Brown.
0: I haven't heard that in a very long time.
1: And the whole time... That's some English 3 shit right there. Oh, yes. The whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm going, Young Goodman Brown. This poor girl is Young Goodman Brown. And when she takes her dress off and you see these dark fingers come around her shoulder, I'm like young goodman brown that's yep. exactly what this is and then she starts flooding up like this is the end of young goodman brown this yeah. is the very end of young
0: em- goodman brown. Em- embrace yep uh, the embrace the devil yep. uh, i'll say this the sabrina show on netflix mm-hmm. was really good as a, a grown man watching yeah. it, it was really good there are some dark parts in there it's meant for it's a teen drama yeah but there are some really good like horror aspects to it, which mm-hmm. I, that's what made me watch it. I was like, I got to know. And plus, it's the little girl from Mad Men. Yeah, her as like an adult or like a uh, like a high school age person is scary as fuck. Because <laughs> this is what happened when her dad John Hamm went and joined that cult and made the Coca Cola ad. <laughs> Makes sense. She needed a strong female figure like Christina Hendricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's a whole another show we need to talk about. Oh, all Mad Men.
1: What? Stay tuned for our 18-part, three-hour series <laughs> on why Christina Hendricks and John Hamm should have gotten married in Mad Men and ruled the entire world. Power couple. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like,
0: going back, going back to mummies and ghouls for a second and you're mm-hmm. trying to differentiate them. The original, like, universal mummy mm-hmm. doesn't do anything.
1: No, he just is.
0: He <laughs> just exists. And like if they had made him into like a Death Eater type fucking character, like the Mummy from the Brendan Fraser ones. Yeah. Because that's what he's doing. He's eating these guys who took his organs. Yeah. And he's murdering them and eating them. Yeah. Basically. It's it's such a good movie for those it who've is. never seen it. Mummy I with the Brendan Fraser. Movie. Mummy 2 is kind of batshit insane.
1: But it's amazing.
0: The third one, I didn't see the hindsight of what happened to Brendan Fraser on set for that, where he just fucked himself up and didn't act much after that kind of throws me out of it but jet lee is a bad guy is always fun oh yeah uh but they replaced rachel weiss not a fan of that fucking y'all fucked that up (laughs) (laughs) y'all have rachel weiss fucking Mm -hmm. fantastic chef's kiss for her oh she plays she's always fantastic and stuff Uh, she plays twins in a new show on amazon and it's pretty wild it's it's i'll tell you about it later is
1: it (laughs) as good as she did it in constantine better <gasps> How dare you?
0: Yeah, like she she's fantastic in this. Uh but it's a drama about surgery. But um uh, anyway, mm-hmm. what I liked about the Mummies in, you know, Br- the Brendan Fraser 20th Century Fox one was they spared no expense. Yeah. All right, so the CGI is going to be dated, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like in the first movie you have the giant like dust storm yeah. that rises, the sandstorm that rises and you had the uh the Egyptian soldier guy mm-hmm. who showed up with them. Yeah, I love that guy. That guy's Benny. a
1: yeah. That guy's a fantastic <laughs> fucking. Ass. I love him. He makes he he doesn't make the movie, but he makes he.
0: He's a comic relief.
1: Yes, and he's one of those characters where, uh, you're pulling for him to get his. Yeah. Throughout the entire thing.
0: And then you had the brother.
1: Who you're also pulling for him to get his throughout the yeah. whole thing? Yeah, the brother, too.
0: the, the uh, Rachel Vice's brother, <laughs> mm-hmm. the uh, collector, yeah. is fantastic. The thief, yeah. the thief, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the uh, Brandon Fraser's friend was Latif. I think that was his name or some shit the uh the one that needed to die the one that benny. was yeah benny yeah i think his real name was like latif you know oh, i don't know anyway i love that mummy walking up to him and he's like praying in every yeah, he's fucking, got all
1: these things yeah, he's, he's like one like, of these has got to work yeah and he starts praying
0: in hebrew and it's just like hey i know that you one of them yeah yeah i'm one of them <laughs> i'm whatever works yeah yeah just please, please don't murder my face yeah <laughs> they're uh trying to just like describing these in movies you know ghouls very less uh supernatural did it yeah in a very terrible way
1: <laughs> yeah they did
0: <laughs> uh what are their brother they have a third brother a bastard brother who gets it gets fucking murked and it kind of ruins the whole storyline and he becomes <laughs> one of those goddamn things yes and it doesn't make any fucking sense no uh that's just poor writing
1: the closest they did where they did it good i thought was they did one where uh this guy has a girlfriend and she dies I think it's a car wreck, I can't remember. but she dies, and he gets some ki- he moves to some kind of town where magical stuff's happening. I, I can't remember, but he keeps her in the basement, and she's wearing the same white dress she got buried in, but she's some kind of ghoul zombie thing, and he yeah. has to bring dead bodies to her to eat, and he won't stay down there when she's eating. But it's this whole, it reminded me of Return of the Living Dead Part 3.
0: When they on the military base. Yeah. And she's got the fucked up glass in her face.
1: Yeah, but she's, she's trying not to eat him.
0: Yeah, she's so, trying to be solid.
1: Yeah, so she's doing this thing where she's being really sweet and she's being really nice to him. And she's telling him, you know, you and I could still be together and things can be just like they were, but you just got to bring me in person for me to eat so I look more alive so he's going off and killing people or he's grave robbing fresh bodies and bringing to her so they think Sam and Dean think it's a ghoul so they go to town to catch a ghoul and it's a human being who's digging up freshly dead bodies or robbing the funeral homes before people are getting embalmed and come to find out it's her and uh there was actually a music video which i don't think get enough credit sometimes uh ice nine kills yeah they did the remake of i can't help falling in love with you
0: yeah i remember that in the movie
1: uh that video is similar yeah, I remember, to that kind of thing
0: Richard Living did three was one of those movies that was on the shelf and it was like probably next to the craft because it was, it was made later on yeah but uh it had her in yeah, full, similar
1: like, artwork yeah
0: they, they had her in like full <laughs> regalia on that where she's yes. like covered in fucking glass and steel and shit and she's yeah. got sharp ass fingers uh now yeah, that was one of those cool movies back in the day that it's kind of campy you don't get a lot of love mm-hmm. uh but still a solid fun fun ride
1: yeah uh I know technically it's considered a zombie movie. Yeah, but like she's a ghoul.
0: In yeah. The other aspect. Like she's a zombie.
1: Yeah, she's not just eating brains. But she's eating anything. A, I think that'll
0: be a fun creature feature. Just talking about zombies.
1: Oh yeah, I could talk about oh, that yeah. movie for days.
0: Especially the Return of the Living Dead series. Yes. One, two, three. <laughs> fucking amazing. I love the first one. The first one probably the best one. Oh yeah. Uh, the two, two is just a recast reboot, but like. Yeah. Uh, the third one is fuck was on sci-fi a lot that's mm-hmm. people, people don't understand how fun cable television was i'm talking like an old man now back in my day they showed classic films
1: yeah. Br- bring bring the cane and the werther's originals yeah, yeah. Back children in my we will talk about this back
0: in my day tnt had a time to kill and sci-fi had the their version of the shining and
1: pet cemetery and part two
0: two yeah fuck <laughs> that first one that first one was trash
1: well this was when this was when like the generation before us decided to take these movies and turn the lore completely around. Oh yeah, which is what I always like. Well, it's
0: like, so like, the Terminator is a fantastic movie.
1: Yeah. Terminator Two
0: throws all those rules away. Yeah. But makes the best goddamn sci-fi movie <laughs> of all time. Like Terminator Two is gold standard. Yes. If you're going to make a sci-fi movie, I agree. But. It kinda destroys the rules of the first one. It's a yeah. bad sequel in all definition. But fuck, that's a fun movie. I don't give a fuck what you say. Well, it's the
1: same thing with Pet Cemetery too. You've got the lore from the first movie. And Ed Furlong. And Ed Furlong. And yet, yeah. Before real. the drugs, he's fantastic. <laughs> for real. But so you've got all the lore from the first movie, but then you've got the idea of in the first movie, you bury sweet, adorable little gage, and when he comes back he's evil. So what happens when you bury somebody who was evil? Before, do they come back good?
0: Two negatives don't make a positive. Technically,
1: he starts out good. Mm. Technically, he does good things to start, but then he's just as bad as he was to begin with. Yeah. Now he's just dead to do it too.
0: I could argue Gage was a little evil, little asshole, but uh, no, no kid just carries a stiletto. whatever you know what
1: I'm Nothing's ever gonna beat the phone call. The phone call's always my favorite.
0: My favorite part is when the coffin gets knocked over. It's like what? A, what a fucking turn in the movie! Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? That and the cousin, uh the sister in the room, which you don't like. Uh, nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. 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 What would you think of the remake when it came to that?
1: Honest, Just off the cuff. Honestly, the I <laughs> words so. Pet Cemetery, the original, the 80s version, was the first horror movie I ever saw at three years old, okay? Zelda scared me so bad, I could not watch it. Pascal scared me so bad, I had nightmares about him.
0: Thanks for trying to save my life, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think it was because he was just, you know, physical gore that you could see. Zelda scared me so bad that I couldn't even nope. She still scares me to this day. I can't watch that movie in the dark by myself.
0: Oh, they, hey, sun's still up, so.
1: I mean, sun's tell. still up. When they did the remake, I was more concerned about Pascal than I was Zelda because Pascal is the gore that you can see. Zelda is the one that I'm like, oh, I'm already scared of her. You can't make it worse. Did the remake? I thought, okay, this is going to be bad. And it did not scare me that bad as the 80s one did. Because I knew they weren't going to be able to remake that. That's a hard pull. Yeah.
0: There's some, there's some things that's really hard to like get that feel again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you know when you're doing remakes, that's kind of that's always hard. Yeah. Um, yeah that that's a that's a fun ghoulish movie because it's oh, yeah. all about things coming back from the dead and eating things. Like that was another thing about it. Like in Tom Clancy or not Tom Clancy, but like uh, uh, Clancy Brown, mm-hmm. the guy who plays the the guy who came back stepdad, <laughs> the stepdad. Was, yeah. Like, he is very ghoulish. Mm -hmm. Like he does, he has to be though. He's not a zombie, he's a ghoul. Like you brought your family member back as a ghoul. Yeah. Uh, and I love like the. All right, so the mom dies in that movie, Mm -hmm. Pet Cemetery Two, and he the dad kind of realizes that hey the Pet Cemetery works, and then Eddie Furlong is like yeah it totally fucking works. The idea of bringing the mom back was probably the dumbest part of that movie, even though that's the crux of the movie, mm-hmm. because that's that's the whole thing. That's the lore of the pet cemetery. It brings your loved ones back. Yeah. It shouldn't, but it does, mm-hmm. and it, it is fascinating. Really. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those shot in the dark movies that are a standalone to me, uh, kind of like The Craft, you know, just. It's about witches, but it's it's so much of it's it's own movie. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Kind of it's hard about to,
1: power. Yeah. It's about what what do you, how do, how do you yeah. react? How different people react when they get power? Yeah.
0: Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's yeah. that's exactly what that was. And, um.
1: And Pet Cemetery is the same thing. Yeah. This is uh, even in the first one. Uh, Judd, the old man, says dead's better yeah. because dead is better. Yeah. Because if you bring your loved, no matter how much you miss your loved one, because we all miss our loved ones when they're gone, even if you know they're this cute adorable gray kitty cat or send it straight to hell dan mm-hmm. yeah if that's it's, what i say. if it's a fuzzy gray kitty cat or if it's your son who got shot on the way home from world war ii which that, that, timmy Bateman in the book I'm, I'm telling y'all right now the book
0: fantastic
1: oh god the book Cocaine Prime, Stephen
0: Fucking. <laughs> this King. is
1: another one of those that if you pick it up, powder falls out of the manuscript. It
0: fucking should. Like there, there, there should be words misspelled for him just like typing that shit away. Like
1: probably. I
0: had a conversation somewhere earlier today about horror books. They had never seen Hellraiser, <gasps> and I was like, I'm going to bring you a book, and it's going to be about that. <laughs> it's what it's based off of. It's a young, young adult novel. I don't novella. Know
1: how. I don't know how. Uh, But it is. It's
0: in the children's section at uh, our local library. I my copy back. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) That you gave me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, I have another copy. (laughs) It's one of those books I have to buy twice. Yeah. Like, the other book, like, rant. I have to buy that, like, I bought that book four times because people keep taking it and never giving it back. Um, But, like, what I'm trying to explain is this, I'm just like, there was a time where his books, the first five books... Were the best goddamn horror things. Like Clive Barker, even like that's fantastic. Like, yeah, and he wrote books of fucking blood. Like, yeah, that's some horrific fucking shit. I'll probably never be able to finish that one. Um, but like you talk about the first, just going off a of rant. Like, it's the horror season, guys. Check out this stuff. You know, check yeah. out Pet Cemetery One and Two. Check out The Craft. Let's get The Craft Two with Feruzabak back from the dead. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tootie's
1: still alive. I know she is. Oh yeah, and she she'd probably do it, but. To the Yeah, book, Campbell's still hot from Scream. <laughs> I mean, she's still got it. She's always going to have it. But the book for Pet Cemetery, uh, when they talk about Timmy Bateman coming back from World War II and getting shot and they, his daddy buries him and brings him back, he talks about, the in the book he talks about when they find him, he's got the leg of a dead baby in his hand and he'd been chewing on it, so there's your goal. And... That stuff's talked about all throughout the book. But it's also talking about grief and the crazy things people do when they are grieving. And about the links you will go to keep from losing someone. Yeah. And that's why I like when they turn it on its head for the second part is, yet again, you're talking about the links you'll go to keep from losing someone, but it's also when the kids bury that one kid's stepdad, Gus, they know they can't go home without him. They know he's got to come back because if he's gone, everybody's going to start asking questions and they're scared they're going to get in trouble because it's what kids would do. So it's what happens when kids get a hold of something so powerful and you can put that in anything.
0: Like, go back to like Stephen King, like, stories about this. Like, you're talking about a guy whose first book was Carrie, <laughs> Salem's Lot, Oof, The Shining, Rage. And if you, I will say this if you find a copy, don't fucking lose it, uh, because they don't make it anymore. Yeah. Um, The Stand, Night Shift, Dead Zone, Firestarter, Cujo, and the list keeps going on. Mine is like different seasons, which is a novella. Christine
1: Mm.
0: Pet Cemetery, Cycle of the Werewolf uh, Talisman and Thinner and like It it just keeps going on and on Eyes of the Dragon which people don't like I love that book it's a fun book Uh, Misery Tommyknockers and shit like that and that's when they start going off the rails yeah but when I say Carrie and Salem's fucking Lot those are legitimately fantastic books absolutely and all fueled by cocaine and the 70s and 80s
1: yeah pretty much yeah
0: um but yeah, with witches and ghouls and, and, and mummies and whatnot. Two out of three are really getting a, a good start when it comes to like movies and film and stuff like that. I, good representation. I would love another ghoul movie. Yeah. Um, I would love an Ed Gein movie. <laughs> Who would you get to play Ed Gein? That's a hard one. And if you want to learn more about Ed Gein, uh, Deviant by Harold Schechter is the perfect book about him.
1: Who would you get to play him?
0: Kevin Spacey. Because he's short. (laughs) Because he's short. But if I was like making like a made-for-TV movie, Danny DeVito. (laughs) Hey, I ain't doing Hey, Danny DeVito. Ed Gein. I'm Ed Gein over here.
1: Honestly, the only name, the first name that came to mind, and I tried to think of someone else, and I couldn't. Is and I, I never can think of his actual name, but the guy that plays Golem,
0: Andy Serkis. Yes. The world's greatest actor. Yes. Andy Serkis, in my opinion, is the world's greatest actor. I agree with you. He played King Kong. Yes. And Smeagol. Yes. And I'll say this, some of the best sci-fi movies of all time are the newest Planet of the Apes movies, mm-hmm. and he plays Caesar. Yes. So fuck y'all if y'all don't like that.
1: <laughs> but I think he would do well with it because yeah. he would be able to... I think he would be able to pull off because Ed Gain has so much I don't know if he ever got actually diagnosed with schizophrenia officially, but I think he would be able to pull off more of the psychoesque part of it. Well, that's the
0: thing about like the ghoul that is Ed Gain. Yeah. Um, it's not so much schizophrenia mm-hmm. as it is a full disassociation yeah. of I'm not sure. I can't remember what he was diagnosed with. He died in like the 80s. Like he yeah. lived a very long time, uh, in a hospital. Rightfully so. Like oh yeah, you know, um, he carried he killed two women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say this: it, it 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 can be construed as a positive thing. If it wasn't for Ed Gein, the horror genre, what we love, would not exist today. Yeah. Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, movies of that you'll you'll became true to us yeah because of ed gain and the fucked up shit he did in plainsville yes um but yeah so this is gonna be uh not just the only episode creature feature we'll keep coming back to it we'll probably have a guest on soon um hopefully um but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode uh check out all the shows on the network uh let us know in the discord who you think ed gain should be played by Absolutely. I'd love to hear some ideas. Anthony Hopkins, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I can see Brad Pitt. Fuck it. Why not make a hot person the ugly person like they did with Monster?
1: <laughs> hey, she did an amazing she job. She did, but she's
0: too pretty to play Hayley <laughs> <I laughs> Warner. I don't
1: know. They did a good job making her not pretty. Yeah,
0: they did. But you still Charlie's staring. Eh, they just fucked her face up a little bit. <laughs> they could have punched her in the face either
1: i'm sorry and they, they make
0: christina richie fat
1: they could have punched her a million times and she still wouldn't have not been pretty yeah,
0: yeah. that's well that's true <laughs> can't doubt you there well guys this has been chris and
1: christy phillips
0: thanks for being a guest on the show check out us all all through the something good network we might have a little spasm here and there with no shows but stick with us and we'll hope you enjoy the rest of the content thanks find, for being.
1: find us on history we forgot too
0: oh yeah there's that podcast i forgot <laughs>
1: you've been listening to the something good network if you liked what you heard you can follow us on instagram and check out the other great shows on the network link is in the episode description